0: Authorities in Tillamook County, Oregon shut down the courthouse there last week because of an issue inside the building. It was about 2.30 Friday afternoon when the issue was noticed, and soon officials decided the best thing to do was to clear the place out until they can figure out why it smells so bad inside. The unusual odor wasn't immediately tracked to a single source, and the closure will continue tomorrow. Of course, they're closed today for Veterans Day. But tomorrow, experts will continue to look for the source of the odor. My guess, it's the Taco Bell served in the cafeteria Friday at lunchtime. You know what they always say, the smeller's the feller. So basically, it was everyone inside the building then, wasn't it? (laughs) Pretty well. Yeah. The smeller's the feller. (laughs) You've never heard that?
1: (laughs) I've heard it, but it's been a long time since I've heard that, that Cliff. That was something my grandpa used to say. (laughs) Well, I read this morning, Cliff, that a guy in China found a family... Of cockroaches in his ears. A family. Yes. And that got me to thinking, yeah. what's the worst thing I ever had stuck in my ear?
0: <laughs> what's the worst thing you've ever had stuck in your ear? I think
1: Yeah. that stupid Macarena song from years ago. Oh, yeah, that stupid that, oh, thing? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Once yeah. it gets
1: in there. It, yeah, it's there. Kind of hard to believe this morning, Cliff, yeah. that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. celebrating his birthday today and. He's 45 years old. He seems much younger in my head <laughs> than what he actually Leonardo is.
0: Leonardo DiCaprio is 45.
1: 45 today. Now, if you'd like to get him a gift, yeah, can't go wrong, I think, with a bottle of wine. Just make sure it's not vintage. Why is that? I don't believe he enjoys too many things that are much older than about
0: 21. <laughs> just what I read. Don't know that for a fact. We'd ever since Peggy Hogan moved to Ahwatukee, Arizona, a suburb just south of Phoenix, a year ago, she's had one problem and one problem only, and despite every effort to solve the problem, it has persisted. It won't go away. Hogan's latest effort attracted the attention of a TV news reporter who told the story Saturday. By the way, that reporter apparently works part-time for the morning roadshow department of Just In Time For Breakfast! Hogan told the reporter that she's not sure if she or her yard is a magnet for neighbors who are walking their dogs. But in either case, the daily barrage of dog poop on her front lawn is unbearable. The family first put up signs asking residents to pick up after their dogs, but the poop kept coming. And it's clearly several dogs of different sizes because she told the reporter for ABC 15 that she has learned to tell the size of the dog by the size of the pile left behind. The latest effort to stop the pooping involves the use of a large number of mousetraps all set in the grass in the front yard hoping to catch a dog foot when they come into the yard to do their business. Hogan said a woman actually stopped at her house wondering to know if she had a mouse problem to which she replied, No, I have a poop problem.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to get the correlation between the mouse traps and the poo and yeah. the dogs. and.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, so many things can be said, Cliff, but Agreed. I'm not yeah, gonna, You're right. Not going there. Not going there on Monday. Oh,
0: oh I'd like to hear no, it. No, no.
1: Well, apparently, I'm not smart enough to know how to put deodorant on. <laughs> That's the story for today, Cliff. <laughs>
0: I'm not, I'm not
1: really. smart enough to know the proper procedure for this. I've been doing it wrong my
0: entire life. Really? Yes. And so, I, I hate to ask this, but... How have you been putting on deodorant? Well,
1: I've been doing it first thing in the morning before I come to work. Okay. But the skin experts say that's yeah. totally wrong. Do it the night before before you go to bed
0: and let it soak in there. Did you know that? I'd actually heard that. Yeah. The problem is there are those of us who shower in the morning. That's wiping off the. Uh, yeah. I the mean, odoring. you wash it. You wash it off. No, no, no. You, you, you're a, you're a nighttime bather. Well, I've heard you tell me that. I've not personally witnessed it. Let me just clarify that statement. Well, I'm glad you did. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, I am, Cliff. I do mine so, at night. I mean,
0: so literally you could put your deodorant on in the not at nighttime before bed. Thus, you really have been doing it wrong. It just seems weird to me.
1: Just kind of odd to be doing it at nighttime. But I do know this much, Cliff. What's that? I know the deodorant not to buy. I did this one time. <laughs> What's that? Don't buy the deodorant that's yeah. labeled... It only burns a little.
0: Don't do that.
1: It burns a lot. It's like taking Perel to your underarms. Don't do that. Well, Cliff, Cliff, this kind of aggravates me. Not that I'm uh, planning on being in Las Vegas anytime soon. What's that? Although I thought long ago I'd be there. (laughs) It aggravates me because businesses seem to always try to do some um, uh, under the... um, table ways to get more money out of your pocket yeah and it seems to me like if you want me to return as a customer yeah why don't you be up front with me and not try to ding me with some charge okay because in vegas right now restaurants along the strip yeah are tacking on a four to five percent concession fee concession fee yes what's that it's well it's basically nothing but everybody oh, really? thinks that it's a tax, and so they don't say anything about it. Oh, okay. But if you know better and you say, "I'm not paying it," they go, "Okay," and they just take it off the bill.
0: Oh, really? Yes.
1: <laughs> now, if you're a tourist, you're not going to know that. No. But if you, you know, live in Las
0: Vegas, yeah, and it's like tourism is what makes that's what drives Vegas. if it wasn't for that, it'd be just a dirty spot in the desert. That's exactly right. <laughs> so you want to treat me? Yeah as a tourist by
1: ripping me off, basically. Right. And then you expect me to go, I'm going back there because that's a good time. (laughs) It's kind of like, you know, Jesse James showing up and sticking a gun (laughs) in your back. Give me 5%. Well, Cliff. Yes. Sheriff's Department in Missouri, perhaps you've seen this. That one department has had 17 deputies welcome babies (laughs) just this year. 17 babies out of one department.
0: Are these like all dads, some dads and some, some moms. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's a
1: somebody needs some 911 calls to stay <laughs> busy doing other that, stuff, you know. That's what I'm right. Saying? clearly like,
0: the deputies have too much time off. Yes,
1: they need some more uh well, you know, criminals in that town Cliff, That's right. to keep everybody separated away. I wonder if you're a policeman and you have been for many years. Yeah. Is it almost irresistible when you have a child to do the uh, front picture and then turn sideways? That's
0: right. <laughs> Did you have your, your baby picture.
1: <laughs> All right, honey, have him turn sideways right. now. Yeah. Got to like get a, this look. Like
0: a mug shot. Yeah. Weed This Guy in DeKalb County, Alabama last week forgot the number one rule about calling 911 to report a crime. And that is, there are instances where the police cannot help you. 21-year-old Dante Bellamole was apparently visiting the area from Georgia when it happened, and the sheriff in Alabama issued a statement following, indicating that, well, they take the protect and serve motto quite seriously, and deputies in that county respond to all sorts of calls, being the rural area that they are, serious crashes and emergencies, cows in the roadway, and so when Bellamole called 911 to report that he'd been robbed, those deputies responded with lights and sirens. Unfortunately... Dude told dispatchers that someone had stolen his marijuana. <laughs> On the scene, he was also found to be in possession of a material believed to be cocaine and was arrested. In the statement, Sheriff Nick Weldon said it probably wasn't in the best interest to report stolen marijuana, but they were happy to investigate. <laughs> you gotta be tougher than
1: that, Cliff, if yeah. you're a criminal, that's for sure. Yeah, this is true. Well, Cliff, the yes. rules of golf are exhausting. If you've ever seen the uh, rule book. The rule book for golf. It is huge. And all kinds of different things. Well, and,
0: yeah. And it's, um, there's no real referees in golf to enforce the rules. No. It's kind of a game of honor.
1: Yes. And I didn't know this until I read it this morning. Yeah. But uh, apparently a golfer from England yeah. was in the Turkish Airlines Open on Saturday. Okay. And he got disqualified because he ran out of balls. <laughs>
0: Would, would he lose all his balls? He was on a par five. <laughs> he lost his balls fourth hole,
1: <laughs> and he sank all of his balls into the water. And I just figured mm-hmm. if that happened to you playing, yeah. you could just ask your playing partners, "Hey, for more?" Yes, but apparently well, under the rules of golf, so I mean, I guess you can't.
0: There's different rules for different things, and if you're playing in a professional tournament, they, the rules dictate. What you can keep in your bag. How many clubs you can have, what clubs you can have, and how many balls. And you have to start out with all your balls. And if you lose all your balls, then you're done. How many do they start with? I, do you that know? I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. But I just remember the movie Tin Cup. from It was a Kevin Costner movie from several years ago. That came into play where he hit a bunch of balls in the water. And he had one left. And his caddy says, you know what's going to happen if you throw this one in the water? And he shot it anyway, and he, hold, he, hit, the, he hit it in the hole. <laughs> they got too many rules. I, when we used to
1: play, me and my friends, early on a Sunday morning, yeah, there was no rules. Just put really? the ball in the hole. <laughs> Basically, that's all we did. Right. Until, you know, the owner of the yeah. golf course at the time played with us on uh, Sunday.
0: Actually, there's no limit to the amount of balls a player can carry. Seriously. Yeah, but most carry nine. So you could have a 24-pack in you could, there. You can have a whole bunch of balls if you want. All
1: right. Well, I'm not familiar with this astronaut, Cliff. Perhaps you are. Yeah. He's from Apollo 11. Make that Apollo 9. I'm Nine. sorry. Rusty Schweikert? Yes. Is that his name? Yes. Schweikert? Well, with the asteroid that you we, know, we, recently we, passed we talk, it by. We
0: talked about that last week. Yes. It came closer to the Earth than the moon is.
1: Yes. He says yeah. that it's time for us to build a shield around the planet Earth okay. to protect us from possible asteroid hits. Really? In case, you know, it could be the end of the world as we know it. Well, if yeah. big enough one hits I mean, us.
0: They, it's theorized that's what killed the dinosaurs. Yes. So the same thing could happen, in fact, to us. So if you have an astronaut saying that... Yeah.
1: Maybe it's time we did a little think of it.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, at least... Before Bruce Willis dies, because if, <laughs> oh, no. if he's gone, there's no way we got a <laughs> yeah, shot. <we> can't, uh... <laughs> I don't know of anyone else trained to go up there this and find true. an asteroid, yeah. except for him. You're right. Well, if it's going to get really windy, and I mean really windy, the weather folks are telling us that tomorrow we're going to have a lot of sunshine after the snowfall, but the winds will be blowing so much that it's going to feel like it's zero to start off the day. That's windy. <laughs> Yeah. Real windy. It's real windy. Yes. It sucks. Well, well, (laughs) if it kills my grass, I'm all for cold weather. But I want it completely dead for the winter. Okay. I want this blast to do it. And the winds, being this strong cliff, Mm. are not going to compare to what happened in Ireland the other day.
0: What happened in Ireland the other day? The
1: winds were blowing so hard that a waterfall started flowing Back up the hill. Oh, no. Now, that's something you don't see every day, Cliff.
0: No. Waterfalls
1: going backwards.
0: You're absolutely right.
1: At least not when you're sober. You don't see that. Sometimes (laughs) when you've had too much. I I wouldn't know about that. You you swear that river is, hey, that's going going upstream. upstream. It's going upstream. And I don't know if you saw this, Cliff, but
0: Pat Sajak is off Wheel of Fortune for a while. No. Yes. When is that going to start? I mean, I know they're taping, and it's a few days behind. Because I, I watched it Friday and he was there he was. Yes. I believe yeah. it'll be December ninth
1: because okay. last Friday yeah. Vanna White took over as the host really? in Pat's Place. They now, let she's her host. She's done it
0: before. Oh she I'd never seen that before. Um uh, I think
1: ninety six, it's been a while ago. Okay. He had laryngitis for a while mm, and okay. he couldn't perform. And so she came in and so, did the hosting. Uh, so she's going to host and uh, he's going to be off for a while. I think December so, 9th will be when Friday's taping okay. will actually play. That's okay. how far in advance and they so, are. And uh, so what's up with Pat Sajak? He had to go uh, emergency yeah. surgery to open a blocked intestine.
0: Really had a blockage? Yes. Okay.
1: I hear Cliff, they removed several
0: several inches of vowels inside <laughs> <laughs> wait, of him. No, 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 no. no. And he's doing wait, fine hold on, right hold now. On, wait, hold on. It's not vowels. It's bowels. Oh yeah. I need to mark that out here.
1: <laughs> One letter.
0: Makes it entire, yeah, you didn't win the prize. I'm going to tell you that right now. No, I didn't. You're going,
1: you're going bankrupt. Cliff, I saw this morning that a woman walked yeah. into a Dunkin' Donuts at six o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. demanding, screaming that she needed coffee okay. and they didn't get it to her fast enough. So she did the adult thing and trashed the entire building.
0: <laughs> what did she, she
1: do? She broke two cash registers. I mean, destroyed them. Yeah. And tore up a coffee grinder. She's pretty passionate about her coffee. Yes, and she her is. Leg. And wow. they're looking for her right now. Her identity is still unknown. Yeah. But I'm thinking, Cliff, yeah. once they find her, mm-hmm. perhaps the Colts ought to give her a call. <laughs> they could use her. <laughs> After yesterday's mess oh, I saw goodness. on TV. Yeah.
0: Maybe they could hire her as the offensive coordinator.
1: (laughs) Yes, no kidding. (laughs) And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Well, we brought it up earlier, Cliff. Yep. And you thought you were correct with your guess.
0: I thought, yeah, because um, I have seen a documentary about the Rolling Stones playing a a free concert on Copacabana Beach in uh, Rio de Janeiro. And there was like one and a half million people at this concert.
1: Yes, but that's not... The all-time record. It's not. It's the same beach. Okay. Twenty-five years ago on New Year's Eve. Yeah. The world record: three point five million people all crowded <laughs> together on that beach. Yeah. To watch the artist Rod Stewart.
0: <laughs> Rod Stewart. <laughs> yes. In nineteen ninety-four. In
1: ninety-four,
0: and that's the all-time <laughs> well, attendance
1: record ever.
0: I was going to say three and a half million people. Not everyone got to see Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they were probably several miles away. They might be able to hear him. Might have looked like an ant if they saw him, but probably they didn't like see Rod Stewart. And you know, as an
1: artist, Cliff, yeah, if you have three and a half million people surrounding you, yes, and there's chaos that breaks. Yes, loose.
0: if there's a riot, even like you know, a hundred thousand, but three and a half million is just way, just beyond comprehension. The um. There's no way security can protect you if it goes bad. You better come with (laughs) your A-game on that concert. That's right. (laughs) But all of that... This is
1: true. You can take it to the bank. Yep. A couple in Texas will have a combined age of 211, (laughs) and they have been named the world's oldest married couple. Did you see that story? I, I did
0: not see that.
1: In December, they will celebrate their 80th anniversary, and when you combine their ages... It's 211. (laughs) Wow. That is commitment. Whatever you want to say about it, that's commitment. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. I can't watch the same TV show three weeks in a row until I get bored with it and have to find something else. And here they are next month, 80 years. Impressive. Yeah. Remember, think of that today.
0: Cliff, anything yep. said today? Phrases of a day start with number three, he lost his balls. Number two, I'm not smart enough to know how to put on deodorant. <laughs> it's true. The number one Morning Roadshow phrase for today, the worst thing I've ever had stuck in my ear. <laughs> well, it was. It was horrible. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to WeedandCliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message.